Good morning. It's June 28th. Welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's title is Skeet. Even a child makes himself known by his acts, by whether his conduct is pure and upright. Proverbs 20, 11. Yesterday morning, I took one of my son-in-laws and my eight-year-old grandson skeet shooting. My son-in-law was a lieutenant in the U.S. Navy and has some familiarity with guns, but little with shotguns and skeet. My grandson had no experience, but boy, was he excited to get some. It was a hot, breezy June morning in Texas, with a few clouds and quite a bit of haze, but nothing to dampen Liam's enthusiasm. Watching your grandson grow up is not quite the same as watching your son grow up. I think it's mainly because you see your son every day, and he's not always thrilled, particularly as a teenager, at his interactions with Dad, but you see your grandson less frequently, and he would be glad to see you even if you'd just been sprayed by a skunk. I've recently watched this grandson go from being the usual, unfocused, constantly moving, constantly loud, often inattentive, four- to seven-year-old, to a young man maturing right before my eyes. Last night, we watched his taekwondo lesson. He not only did as instructed, was determined with his technique, but volunteered to help straighten up the equipment at the end. When we met at the skeet range west of Dallas yesterday, I wasn't quite sure what to expect. The move from video games to a very serious sport involving lethal weapons is not to be taken lightly, and I was a little nervous about how well it would all go. Long story short, don't you love it when people say that and the story goes on for another 20 minutes? It went swimmingly. Liam listened intently as I discussed safety rules with him, ear and eye protection, went over checking the safety, holding the gun properly, pointed at the ground, loading the chamber, closing the spring-loaded breech, then loading the subsequent shells, releasing the safety, positioning for firing, sighting and calling out, ready, and then pull. I fully expected in his excitement that he would swing the gun barrel toward us, or drop the weapon, or forget to release the safety, or drop the shells on the ground, or catch his finger in the spring-loaded action bar. None of these things happened. He was perfect every time. His actions were considered, measured, and no steps were omitted. Well, actually hitting one of the skeet was omitted, but his father and I almost completely omitted that step as well. There is a tendency today with our culture firmly in the grip of relativism, personal independence, and focus on self, for parents to believe that just letting kids do their own thing, minimizing instruction and boundaries, is always the right choice. Parents tend to go along with their kids' demands, evidently in some effort to be their friend. Well, it's not the right choice if doing their own thing means killing someone with their car, or harming themselves with drugs, or derailing their life early on with poor decisions on sex, or in this case, perhaps blowing their foot off. There is a right and a wrong way to go when driving, making health and recreation decisions, dealing with the opposite sex, and yes, handling a lethal weapon. Yesterday, there was joy reflected in everyone's smile, grandfather, father, and son. Why? Because this young man had a father and mother who avoid provoking their children to anger, but are bringing them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, Ephesians 6, 4. Even though the skeet field is only one small instance, my son-in-law and I were training Liam up in the way that he should go, and we both commented that he won't soon forget today and the lessons he's learned. In fact, even when he's my age, he won't forget where to point that gun and to check the safety. 
Proverbs 22.6. I'm just so darn proud of him. I had to write this today. Not once did he express the slightest frustration at being unable to actually connect with a single one of those fast-flying orange discs. He knew that would come with time and practice, just like so many other skills in life. Hopefully, reading this, you either have children or plan to, and if you haven't or have been unable to, then find a way to immerse yourself in some kid's lives somewhere. Volunteer to read at school, help in the classrooms, or on the playground of your local elementary or junior high school. Coach a sport you may know nothing about initially. Teach Sunday school, volunteer in scouting, cheerleading, drama, even if only to help with the scenery. But find a way to be around kids. They can benefit from your kindness, your wisdom, your experience, and your guidance. But I guarantee that you'll get more out of it than they will. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Psalm 127.3 A refusal to correct is a refusal to love. Love your children by disciplining them. Proverbs 13.24 Father God, thank you that you have seen fit to give us children. What we once were ourselves, you have given us the opportunity to shape. As your children ourselves, we too may be shaped by you through your word and through our sisters and brothers. Let us show the world that there is a right and a wrong, that you make it clear in the Bible, and that the children who come to understand that truth through our instruction will be the ones who grow into adults who truly do live abundantly. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow 